Yo, it's Draco McCoy, Baby Guillotine. Uh, it's Bleeding Out Podcast. Bleeding Out with Draco McCoy. Man, man hashtag, man, man, bleeding out all over the motherfucking place. Uh, you know, I just wanted to let y'all know that I love you. And uh, I want y'all to pass it on. I also want to let y'all know that I feel good and I'm happy. And I feel healthy and all that shit. You know what I mean? Working out, doing MMA and all that little shit. You know, I might I might have even said that in one of these intros past. But look, I'm consistent. I'm still trying to keep it going. You know what I mean? This is, I'm trying to make it my lifestyle. You feel me? Uh, and also, I'm hoping that y'all out there investing. You know what I mean? My new shit right now is a uh, cryptocurrency. I was in, I got to the stock market when everybody got into the stock market, but that shit started to piss me off. So now I'm on the crypto and I'm happy again. You know what I mean? So I hope y'all, you know, getting your bands and, and, and putting that shit somewhere and watching that shit grow. You know what I mean? If you got it. And, and, and if not, man, I hope y'all get everything that you want in life coming up soon. Uh, also, side note, my album done have their pariah that shit finished i'm very happy about that uh, you know just trying to put the pieces together and make sure that shit come out right i need videos and pictures and shit motherfucker gotta capture this beautiful face this beautiful face but look i guess the last thing i'm gonna say is that this episode was brought to you by uh, soundspace sndspc.com uh sound space is a rehearsal producing and recording facility it's on 10th street and mass avenue um downtown indianapolis uh, it's membership based but if any of y'all need anything done uh, that's a cool place for y'all to go ahead and do it man so uh, be sure to sign up if you need it shout out to all of them um and shout out to all y'all listening shout out to all my fans and supporters and everything and shout out to cam man thank you for uh pulling up on me and doing this interview with me man uh but yeah that's all i got to say and now we can go ahead and start the motherfucking show uh, three two one yeah oh let's go draco <laughs> and this motherfucking man bleeding out all over the motherfucking place uh figuratively not literally you know what I mean? For the motherfuckers trying to put bad energy on my shit. <laughs> uh, man, look, uh, shout out to everybody out there listening right now. I have my boy Cameron, Casey, and this motherfucker. Hey, man, say hello to the people, bro. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, my God. Yo, it's been so long since I seen you, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I know. We used to see each other, like, all the time for, all the like, time. two years straight. All the time, bro. <laughs> I missed you, man. Man, I miss everybody in indie low key. Like I've been in, you know, I've been in Chicago since like 2016. So yeah, I know. I, just... I need to figure out why you did that. Why you left me here, bro? Come on, you Chicago know. is a beautiful place. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like every opportunity that's happened for me so far is because of some some things happening here, but mostly like Chicago definitely is like opened the world up for me. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, I'm so happy that you did it though. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah. Uh, man, tell the people. All right, I'll tell the people. <laughs> because this is what I know about you, right? You, all right, cool. You, you're a runner, a good-ass runner. That's the first thing the homie told me. He was like, man, you don't know that shit about bro, bro. He's like one of the fastest motherfuckers you ever met. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. Uh, a DJ. Um, man, you fashion icon, man, big dog, man. <laughs> Twitch streamer, man, all that shit, man. Uh, what, what would you say your occupation is right now? So... I think if you had to put it on paper, it's like art director or like creative director for RSVP gallery. So any like marketing or like design stuff that we do, I lead that. Not saying I'm designing it all or I'm shooting it all, but like I'm definitely like putting the teams together, telling the story. Like that's like my job at RSVP. That's uh, awesome. When I started there, that was I was like 
I was just a little copywriter, you know? Yeah. I was just getting in how I could get in. And now, five years later, I'm, uh, like, running the ship, which is pretty cool. Started from the, uh, man, started from the bottom. Now we here. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, all right. So, I really never really learned too much about you. It's always fuck with you. You know, it's a, most of my friends, you know, I don't be knowing that they got families. You feel me? I be thinking that, like, they stuck in every situation I leave them in for, like, the rest <laughs> of the year. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to know some more about you. Are you from Indy? I am. I was born on the south side at Community South Hospital. So nice. I'm, like, born and bred Indianapolis. Hell My yeah. dad is Korean. He came to America when he was like 13. My mom was born in Indiana, lived in Florida for a bit, came back to Indiana. And yeah, I mean, I was in Indiana my whole life until I turned 18. Went to college for like six months in North Carolina. And uh, I kind of unknowingly went to like a Bible school. Oh. And by like Bible school, I mean like... <clears throat> Which went to like Indiana Wesleyan or something? No, no. So it's called like Belmont Abbey College. And an abbey is like a, a monastery for monks. And I was like, oh, oh just, man. this is just a name. But no, they had 14 monks that lived on the campus. And like uh, one of the coaches for the cross country and track team was a monk. That's kind of cool. It was cool, but it was also like a little intense. Yeah, what's like, up with monks? Can you tell me something about them? I mean, they, they swear off like any kind of anything. They don't do anything, you know? That's, they're hardcore. Yeah. I mean, like the, the dude, so this dude, his name was Brother Paul, like the coach, the, the assistant coach. Yeah. Shout out to Brother and Paul. He'd be in the fucking woods smoking cigarettes, you know? <laughs> like he, he'd come to the races. He's not wearing the robes. He's just wearing a, a t shirt and shorts, you know? But like yeah. you see him on campus, you go have lunch with Brother Paul and he's wearing brown robes with the, with the belt and everything. Like it's crazy. That is kind of, that's kind of hard. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It was just so intense, though, because, like, all the kids, every one of them went to mass, like, almost every day. On, like, on like what, very, which is, is, like, mass? so it's, like, a, like it's a Catholic school, so, like, they have, like, it's essentially just, like, going to church on Sunday, yeah, but they go yeah. every single day. That's that's kind of excessive. It's intense. It's intense. I mean, even, like, the, the, the coffee shop on campus was called Holy Grounds. <laughs> like, on some, like, that's everything. It was, Did you it, like it? I damn near would have been into it, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just not really religious like that. It's so a it's, vibe, though. Come on, so, man. So, like, <laughs> no, nah, but I made homies. Like, I had homies who weren't super religious. Like, two of my best friends, Dustin and Justin, they were literally just, like, roommates. Yeah. Known each other their whole lives. They were like, yeah, we're not really big church guys. We just got good scholarships here. So, okay. would you go for it? Uh, I went to run. That was like the my main thing in college. Like, I didn't want to go to school, bro. Bro, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm still trying to like fuck around with school. No, I really I'm glad don't like I did. it, bro. I'm not found, into school, bro. It was good because like I found what I wanted to do through school. Because like, I, my school journey was dumb as hell. I started out business, got to like supply chain management. That's what my, I'm doing now, bro. <laughs> supply chain management. Yeah. I got so bored, dude. I got the first D I've ever gotten a class in my life Damn. in that class. So, like, I got so bored. I was like, I can't do business if this is what it's going to be. So, I was like, let me try something different. So, I went pre-med thinking, yeah. oh, you know, like, I want to I want to do pediatrics. I want to help kids. Got to chemistry, one or like, organic chemistry. And it was just like, I got a C plus. And they're like, you know, you got to have a three point whatever. You got to be damn near a 4.0 student. And I was just like, yeah. this is too much. Like, it's I just want to run, bro. you know. Like, I want to I wanna find something I can find passion for. So, that's when I ended up. I did journalism and communications. So then that's kind of how I got into this world is like I got into like taking pictures that way. I got into like social media management that way and like just found out a lot about like writing, copywriting, all this stuff, copy editing. And so through that, I just kind of like opened up the world of like, oh, 
you know, the internet can be a job, you know? Man, isn't that the greatest, like, discovery ever? The best shit ever. The best shit ever, because it's like, I grew up on the internet. Like, it's different, because you and I are, like, close to the same age. I'm 28. How old are you? Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm a phone. Check, check. Ooh, I I fixed something. All right, bet. I hope that sounds good later. All right, nah, nah, yeah, I'm 20. How old am I? Well, I keep having to ask my mama how old I am. That's how crazy Yeah, that's good. I'm 20, uh... Good, good. I'm 26. <laughs> okay, okay. So we grew up in like when we were kids. You said how old are you? you said 27? I'm 28. I'm 28. 28. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like when we were kids, there was no internet, right? Like you just you're young and there's no internet. And then the internet comes around, but the only way to have it is like a dial-up modem. Yeah. And like you got to have an AOL disc from Target or some shit yeah. to like unless you really subscribe to it. But like my parents didn't have cable or anything at that time. And then so we get the AOL disc and all that shit. And I'm like, I'm just on the internet. That's how I found out about everything. That's how I found out about Kanye, Pharrell, all this shit everything. when I'm like a little ass kid. And I'm just like, I have the 24-hour access disc from AOL or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like getting as much music as I can. I'm on the Kanye fucking blogs and forums and like yeah. eighth grade going crazy. <laughs> so then like, you know, I was just like an internet fiend. I still am. Bro, I'm on my phone nonstop. Like I see every tweet. I see it, you know, everything. But so it's like, I was a little fiend back then and then like getting old and still being like a fiend for the internet. Like I'm still on Tumblr. I'm still on Twitter, Instagram. You the know, internet all that is shit. incredible. It's crazy. It's and all I do. I know. So it's just like now that I can put shit on the internet for a job. Yeah. Fuck me up, bro. Like what? Well, you know, what's crazy. Like I feel like I was one of the first people that I knew that like saw the internet as something that, that you could all like, that you could put everything that you want to do on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, and I pretty much learned that shit from, like, watching Soldier Boy back in the day. You feel me? And, like, it was Soldier Boy. All right, so this is some fried shit, right? So Soldier Boy had these a bunch of websites, bro. Like, every time he just had, like, another name for some shit, it was either SODMG Gamers or just SOD Money Gang, SoldierBoy.com. They were all fucking uh, on this on this on this like website provider called ning.com, like N-I-N-G.com. And it's like fried, because I figured it out by like looking at the source codes or whatever. You know what I mean? Shit. I forget what grade. <laughs> I think I was, I was in like fifth or sixth grade, bro. And I was like, all right, boom. So I paid for a membership and I made my website on there. It was like a thing where you could join the, uh, like you could have members on it and shit like that. So it'd be like little social medias, like little versions of your own MySpace and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then like just watching him just, Start getting all these endorsements and all this shit. Just all, you know, running up his YouTube page and going on all these vlogs on the Tokyo and all this shit. You feel me? I feel like, bro, this nigga's hard as fuck and it's all off internet money, bro. And that's when I was like, man, like, I don't want to, I don't want to go to school for anything other than like. Exactly. I'm going to learn everything I need to know and get it all on my own. Yeah, yeah. And now it's possible. Like the internet, like, I mean, now especially, bro, like, you can go viral and like your life can be made. And that's some shit. Like, I'm not one, saying... No, nah, like, one person, like, that one dog, what they call him, dog face. Oh, yeah, yeah, It does on that skateboard. Uh, infamous, out of nowhere. You getting a Super Bowl ad. Yeah. He's making an NFT out of his video. Yeah. Like, these people are getting, like, I don't say these people, like, young people and people who are good at the internet are just getting to money in any way possible. Like, they're just, they're just not fucking doing what our parents did or, like, what other people's parents did and, like... Get a job, work there for 40 years. Can you imagine working at the same place for 40 years? Man, look, my mom been telling me, man, she like, hey, man, you, sh- you should look in the, uh, man, get some trades, man. You need to learn how to weld or motherfucking plumb or goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know, fix electricity and shit. I'm like, bro, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll look into that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You got you got a, my mom and dad. I would say for like the first three years of me working at RCP, I would constantly get asked, "When are you gonna get a real job? A real job? A real job?" And I'm like, "This is a real job." They're like, "This is fun." And I mean, it is a fun ass real I was, job. I was making ten bucks an hour when I started at RCP. Like I think ten fifty an hour, which yeah. is like dirt, bro. You're like. You're doing shit for this company that, like, is huge, you know? It's like Don C., Virgil, you know, all this shit. And then it's like the kids behind the scenes are getting paid dirt. Yeah. Now, it's gotten way better, obviously, because, like, we grew and all this shit. But, like, it was just a young company. And, like, it was all DIY, you know? Like, it's just kids making everything happen. So it's I just- mean, honestly, the best the best thing about what we do is is the fact that you do got to start somewhere. You feel me? Like, this podcast is not that motherfucking big, but who knows what it could be exactly. if I put, like, 10 years of consistency into it. You feel me? And, yeah. and also just keeping trying to develop and shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, and and the, the early days is what everything is all about. You feel you gotta me? You got to get your shots up, bro. And let, let me, let me talk about... You got to get in the gym. Let me talk about your early days, my boy. <laughs> so, so growing up, man, what type of shit was you into? Besides, like, have you always been... Just an incredible runner, just an active motherfucker. Nah, my, my mom didn't even want me to run. I was a basketball nerd. Where? Like, I'm telling you, if there was like, you know, like people say put in your 10,000 hours to be a master. Like, yeah, that come, was what come I, a little closer. <clears throat> my bad. That was what I wanted to do when I was a kid, bro. From like, so our high school, they used to do these things called open gyms yeah. at 5 a.m. And it was all the high school kids playing, all the coaches. And then like, if you wanted, they were like, if you were a boss, you know, like if you're you go in as like a sixth grader and play against like the biggest, best kids in, in the, in the school. So like, I'd be sixth grade, just like stepping on the court. That's that's what I wanted. And I just talked to my homie about this. I was talking to like my childhood best friend and he was like, you would have thought we were going to the league (laughs) when we were waking up at 5am every single morning, going to the gym and just getting our ass beat by these grown men. (laughs) We were sixth grade. That's what I wanted to do. Like, like ball is life is corny as hell. But like, that really was my life. Like I was in, Every camp, bro, I was literally, I would go outside and just dribble, dribble. Like, I, I was, I had a basketball with me everywhere. That's what I wanted to do. Like, who's your favorite, uh, who's your favorite Hoopers? Oh, I mean, like, Reggie, growing Reg, up, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Come I just, on. I just let it, like, the three-point shot was, I mean, obviously now, bro, like, what Steph's doing to the game is crazy. But, like, back then, it was just, like, the confidence that Reggie had and then, like, just the straight that was the kind of player I was. I was like a little trash talker. Yeah. I remember you used to be playing like against the biggest kid AAU kids. And I was like I was playing AAU, but like I wasn't the best guy on my AAU team. And I used to just like shit there and this jaw in there. Like some white <laughs> man can't jump shit, you know? Like I'm Woody Harrelson on the yeah. fucking court. Just talking all this shit to these dudes that are like, it's sixth grade. I had a hit bro, I didn't really grow until like damn near college. Yeah. You know, I I got I was like, I'm six two now, but you know, when I got into six when I was in sixth grade, I was like five foot. Whatever, you know, there's kids that are already six foot in sixth grade, eighth grade. Shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers was big as fuck. And I fuck, was bro. jawing at him, bro. I'd be, you know, el- throwing elbows at him, but I'm running by him on the court and stuff, talking yeah. all this shit. Bro, I used to be foul too. Like, I used to hurt a, a kid had bad grades. I would sit on the free throw line and be like, all right, now, let's start with multiplication tables. Oh, Two nah, times. I'd be talking big shit, shit bro. <laughs> I'm talking big shit. Like, like who he am I? Who am I? I'm like Come a five on. foot four Asian kid <laughs> running up and down the court talking that big shit. Funny as hell. Yeah, so, nah, you was getting under this. So yeah, like definitely young me, like all I wanted to do was hoop. That was I it. like that, man. That That's it. hard. What what made you get into uh running instead? What what year was that? It was uh, well, well like the thing was like eighth grade. It was like the first year I ran and I was only allowed to run cross country. My mom's big thing is like you don't wanna you don't wanna put all your eggs in one basket. She was like, 
you want to, you never know if you're going to have a growth spurt or whatever. So like, you want to keep playing basketball. You want to keep playing football. I had a beggar to quit football so I could run cross country. Cause like my best homies were running cross country, you know? Yeah. So started running cross country. Turns out I was pretty fucking good. Like broke the school record. Uh, Explain, cause like, I'm kind of slow. Cross no, no. country, you just run like long distances. Yeah. So in middle school, it's like 3k. So like two miles, yeah. like a little under two miles. And then when you get to high school, it's 5k. So it's like 3.1 miles. And then college is 10K. So it's 6.2 miles. And you was you running that motherfucker nonstop? Yeah. I mean, like, since the eighth grade, bro, I've I've been a runner since. Like, I still played baseball and basketball eighth grade, played baseball, basketball, freshman year, sophomore year. Was playing baseball up until track season. Asked my coach, actually, if I could play, if I could practice baseball and run track meets. And he <laughs> said I needed to choose one or the other. And I was like, I'm going to run track. And he goes... You're making the business. He, he, he dead ass looks at me. He goes, I think you're making the worst decision of your life, son. And I was just like, I was like, all right. That same year, bro, he threw a bat at somebody's head. Bro, like, I was like, I think I made the best decision yeah, of my that, fucking that life. That boy was a, he had demons, man. I listened to yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, And so, like, and, like, running was just, like, natural to me. Like, I wasn't, I was pretty, I mean, I was, like, lifting and shit for basketball. So, I was definitely, like, a bigger kid when it came to the runners. Like, those kids were skinny as hell. I'm, like, 170 pounds running yeah. against these kids. Like, I was, like, thicker than all them. And my mom would just laugh. She'd be like, you're sitting up next to these five foot eight kids, 110 pounds, and you're sitting there, you, you know, 5'9", like, 5'10". Like, watch five, this, though. Yeah. And I was quick. I mean, I was I was decent, you know? Yeah. I had a decent little times. So. And you've been running since, I mean, shit, man, ever since. Because oh, yeah, yeah. you still wake up every goddamn day and flex 11 miles a yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, that was the Sunday. What the fuck Sunday. is up with that, bro? <laughs> so now I'm, like, addicted, like through college is when I got really good at shit and then like post college I was, I was like damn like, I can't stop now like yeah. I, so I was like you know the next logical thing was the marathon so that's what I'm doing now I was like I'm gonna try to I'm never gonna be on the Olympic team but like in goal for this running shit is just to run at the Olympic trials one time I'm about to say bro the trials one time you you're legit man I ain't gonna so, lie to you you we'll inspired see. me cause I, man I'm telling you last last year and then the year before that I spent a lot of time running bro but I'm not really like I I, my mama swore to God that I got like the like the runners, uh, I don't know, ambition or something. Yeah, I guess yeah. like I just grew up running a lot and shit like that. You know, being active, but mm, it feels natural, but it it don't work all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I always tell people, man, I'm like, running is one thing. You could do rock climbing, biking, hiking, yeah, uh, jujitsu. Like yeah. you could literally do anything. Like, bro, this I, MMA shit is so yeah, tight. I it's ain't gonna crazy. Lie. I just think people should just move, bro. Like, it just feels good. When you get done and you're dog-ass tired after a session doing MMA or jujitsu or whatever, like, you feel good. Yeah. Like, I get, like, I just started lifting weights again for the first time in four years. I've been lifting since, like, last July. Bro, I get, I get my shit kicked in every day or three days a week, and I'm, like, happy about it. Yeah. I mean, it feels great, bro. And I, see, I tell you what, so I do, I do Muay Thai, uh, that's what I'm doing, right? Yeah, yeah bang yeah, more time. I'm doing that time. shit yeah, yeah. Uh, two days a week, and then I'm going to the gym three days a week. And, like, I really, I go from Muay Thai practice straight to the gym because it yeah, really yeah. just feel like a big warm-up because I, I do got a lot of endurance, you know For what sure, I mean? yeah. But then, like, I'll spend another day at the gym like I'm finna do today, you feel me? Yeah, And yeah. so, like, but, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been in pain, my boy. I've been CBD the fuck up, you know what I <laughs> mean? Trying to keep it together, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what what I mean, do you do? Uh, like, do you be taking like supplements and shit like that? Like, how do you prepare? What do you do? Cause you wake up early as fuck in the morning to go run. Nah, nah. So like, what I usually do is like Monday, I woke up eight o'clock, ate some breakfast, went and lifted weights, waited till the afternoon, ran eight miles, 
today, woke up, waited till like four o'clock, ran eight miles, was about to come here, got a call from my boss. So like, I was a little late, but like, I just run whenever I feel good about running. And especially now, cause like it's cold in the morning still. Yeah. I'm trying to get the sun, bro. I'm trying to get some vitamin D. I'm trying to feel good. So I, I definitely like will get up and run early. Like, especially like pre Chicago marathon, my first marathon every Tuesday, I was up at four forty-five in the morning, driving to the track, doing workouts. You don't be like uh, taking nothing for energy or nothing like that. You just get the, you just, you going off straight water. air and water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pre running, pre anything, I'm just water. Then like post, I do protein shakes and like nutrition shakes and stuff. But yeah. I just eat well and I That's like hard. hydrate well. Like I feel like if you just put the right stuff in your body, and I'm not even talking, like I eat Oreos, bro. I eat candy. Like I can't I, do that shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. But I like my meals. I eat good meals. I make sure I eat solid meals so that like, I'm getting the good, right nutrition. And, you know, like you're a kid, you stay up to like three, four in the morning type shit. Like, I'm, yeah. a, I'm an old man now, so I'm going to bed. Like, last <laughs> night I went to bed at 1030. Like, I felt old as hell, but I woke up this morning and I like, I had energy, you know? For sure. So. You know, I like, uh, I went back on your Instagram. I was creeping. I was trying to get yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. my shit together for these questions. You know what I mean? And uh, I saw you constantly posting three things, food and running and and then the DJing shit too. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, what's your relationship with food? Because mine is very deep. You know what I mean. I feel like people with deep food, like with deep connection to food, are like the best fucking people. I love food. You bro. know, because it's not just loving food. Because everybody everybody loves food, right? But it's yeah. like when you have like respect for food. Yes. When you respect food, like when you have that like respect for food, I think it's it's just like this whole a whole different relationship. Because like me growing up, like. My mom was a school teacher. My dad was a restaurant manager. And then when it, when I was born and then he opened a restaurant and was just like, he's the kind of dude who like sleep in the office at the restaurant until the restaurant is successful. Right. Yeah. So I like that. When I'm young, we're like six people in a three bedroom house sleeping on bunk bed, little sisters in my parents' room. <clears throat> we got one bathroom, small house. So like, you know how, like, you eat broke food, but you don't realize it's broke food when you're young? Yeah. So, like, my my mom would make, like, ramen, right? Like, just block ramen. But she would throw, like, egg in it and some vegetables and, like, other stuff. And I'm like, damn, this is fine. I mean, that shit was, had to be busting It was fine. Yeah. I mean, even now, I'd be like, this is a this is a good, quick meal. But, like, back then, you are you think about it, you're like, oh, damn, it's because they were just trying to make cheap food better yeah. for the kids, you know? Or, like, we would just eat, like, chicken fajitas. Now, I'm like, that was a great meal. But I'm like, chicken is cheap. Yeah, tortillas are cheap onions are you know all that shit is just cheap shit so it's like my parents were like good about making us eat food that was maybe simple or whatever but really you know like you know we were we just, just like shit that was like a little bit extra and then restaurants started to get a little bit more, more successful my mom gets a what second. kind of restaurant was it so it's still my he still owns it it's uh in the in the south side it's uh called oak and barrel brewing company it's actually they bought my dad bought Indianapolis Brewing Company mm-hmm. with like four other dudes. My dad's like a Korean ass Korean man. So like he's, this down. he's saving his money, you know. My dad is just like that kind of guy who's like saving, saving, saving. Yeah. So he had the he, you know, he him and his buddies went in. And they're like the first, they're like the OG brew pub in Indianapolis, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's like uh they serve like brew, like brewery style food, you know, it's really great. One of the oldest breweries in, in Indiana. I like that. Um, but yeah, like as we started to get better, you know, situation with the restaurant, my mom got, my mom started coaching at the college level. So she has two jobs. So then my parents were just like, 
you know, we would eat out at a better place or something. Or like my dad started to make a lot of friends in the restaurant industry. So we go eat it for, you know, like we go eat Greek food at Greek islands. Cause he knows he went to high school with the owner there and he opened that restaurant. And then we go to eat at this fancy ass Italian restaurant called Bertolini's downtown. And it was only because my dad knew the manager there and like, yeah. we weren't paying to eat there. Like it was just like all these connections. And then like two things I learned there, like one, good food is fucking good right like Incredible. when you when you taste like that next thing you're just like man i gotta have it and two like connections are crucial right well and then two like bro i ain't even gonna lie like some of the coolest motherfuckers is in the food industry oh yeah you 100%. know what I, mean? I love i love all the chef homies and all the people in the service industry and shit like that you oh, feel yeah. me like they always they always seem like uh like actual artists you feel me? It'd be like hanging out with rappers and shit, you know? Bro, I was working at RCP and serving tables until 2019. Yeah. Like I like Christmas 2018, I got fired because I was just like, they tried to make me work a shift. And I was like, on the way out, I was about to put my two weeks in and shit, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm not coming on a Christmas Eve shift. Like, I already, I already put the request in three weeks ahead of time. And they were like, we're still scheduling you. I'm like, I won't be there. That's the bullshit, bro. I won't be What's there. What's up with that and shit, so I came bro? into I mean, my like, next fuck shift. these tables, bro. I know, exactly. So, like, I came into my next shift after the new year. And I work half the shift. And I get cut first. I never get cut first. Yeah. And they're like you know why you're getting cut first. I'm like, I know. You're fucking firing me, right? Like, it's all good. Like, I, cut, I was like, I we cut, understand. It was like the most, it was like the most like, all right, we get it. I get it. Peace. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. I worked there for like three years though. Like, yeah. I, I love, I, and before that, I had worked in my dad's restaurant every year through college. I worked at two restaurants through college. So like, I love the restaurant industry, bro. I love service industry. I feel like if you don't respect it and work in it, you Everybody need to. needs one of them jobs, oh, man. You do. Like, it just makes you your fucking exactly. Self, bro. It, you it humbles you so much, and like it's just so crucial to like learn, learn how to make money, save money, learn how to make food, learn how to treat people, learn, learn how to learn how to communicate exactly. with shitty people. Because, bro, also you're communicating with hella shitty people in the restaurant, but you're also like restaurants are made up of a bunch of fucking weirdos, like yeah. the bartender and the chef and the <laughs> and the and the guy that's washing dishes and the waitresses. All different. They're all like, different. They all oh, have yeah. their own lives. Oh, I don't yeah. even want to talk to some motherfuckers about that. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. But like, you, I don't care what you're doing after this, bro. Fuck, just, bro. just please run the motherfucking yeah, place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I remember the dishwasher at this restaurant, he always be talking about, my mom this, my mom. And I'm like, bro, I just need fresh plates bro, for these people. Your, mama, your mama's <laughs> not here, man. Get it together. <laughs> exactly. That's like, the rest, restaurants are the best shit, man. And yeah. like, also, when you work in restaurants, you get to eat a lot of good free food. So, oh, yeah, yeah. This place that I was working at in Chicago was called Mott Street. Uh, no, yeah, Mott Street. It's like Michelin rated, one of the best burgers in America, like a uh, super nice restaurant. I'm talking like if I was not getting the employee discount going to dinner there, like my shit is $200 for a meal or some shit, you know, like. 150 bucks. So it's crazy. Like they were serving bone marrow and all this different. It was like nice. Uh, so you was experimenting. You was you was getting some new shit. So yeah, like <laughs> that was also great because you know, coming straight out of college, I was working at a nice restaurant and also RCP. So I was just like getting culture and like the the fashion, music, that world. And then also just like food. I was like, I just upped it another notch on food. Cause I've I've always loved like cooking. Like when I was young through college, I would like make like things that weren't on the menu at my dad's restaurant after my shifts were over. Yeah. And then like the chefs would help me like, oh no, no, you don't want to do that. You want to make this sauce with that. And they show me how to make a sauce or something like that. And then, 
you know, they would make, like, I'd be making a pizza and they'd be like, ah, don't do a regular pizza sauce. Let's make this sauce. And they'd be like, let's mix Worcestershire and all this other. And I'm like, damn, like. I like shit like that, man. These dudes know their shit. Like, they've been in kitchens for their whole life. I'd be like, uh, like watching like everything Action Bronson do. Oh, yeah. He one of my favorite oh, people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bro, he's an inspiration. He's hard, bro. Because Action used to be a big dude. Bro. Why he did out here looking like he his bro his whole fitness journey and still like being doing fuck that's delicious on his own now and yeah. all that is bro Action Bronson like gotta be one of my favorite people a, not even on a rap like I love him as a rapper and I love him as a musician but like on just like a dude yeah. who just doing what he wants and like being his best self like that dude's the fucking just best just a real motherfucker exactly. man and and, it, and I like people who uh who 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 make their lifestyle reflect. Like, their career reflect everything that they are. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, currency. You feel me, motherfucker? Like, everything that he is, he do it for fun. He got the cars. He got the weed. He got the raps. That's just, that's just how he lives. Currency, low-key, like, the one that got me into Bape. Yeah. He, he, way back in the day, Currency was rapping about Bape before rappers rapped about Bape, bro. Bro, Currency always been tapped in, bro. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah, yeah. man. I remember, because, like, like LimeWire days, you just download everything. And, like, I love Lil Wayne. And then I heard Currency on a Lil Wayne song. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember what song it was. But man, uh, Currency was on um, Grown Man on Carter 2. Yeah, it was definitely on Carter 2, but it was on one of the mixtape songs, too. I, got, I, I forget what it was. But... Then I started downloading everything currency too, and yeah. I was just like, "This dude's crazy," you know. Like, let me know what else you was listening to coming up, because I want to talk about your DJ shit too. But yeah, I gotta yeah, know yeah. who you are first. So, I was just like a nerd. So, like, I would say I actually know like the defining moment of me, like that, like set me on this course. This is weird. This is weird <laughs> shit. So, my big sister is cool as fuck, right? She, yeah. when I was young, she was listening to like hella punk rock shit. Hella hip hop shit. She bought me Lupe the Fiasco. She she had Lupe Fiasco. Uh, Lupe Fiasco's uh food and liquor. Yeah. Like and that's I like found Lupe she Fiasco through her. And then like through video games, I had heard Rockstar by NERD. NFL Fever 2001 with Peyton Manning on the cover for <laughs> original Xbox. Yeah. I heard that song and I was like, I gotta get this fucking CD, bro. <laughs> and so like comes to find out like that CD comes out that is out that year. Like it just came out that year. And so I'm like to my big sister, I'm like, I really want this CD. She's like, oh yeah, that's a, they're like a hip hop punk band. You're going to fucking love them. And she buys me the CD. She's like five years older than me, you know? Yeah, she was up. She was and She was up. So like, she buys me the NERD CD and like, I'm not allowed to have parental advisory albums. I got in trouble for having the edited Eminem, Eminem show album in like fourth grade. And Damn. so like fourth grade me gets the In Search Of album and they're, like brain is on that you know like they're talking yeah. about getting head and i'm like this song fucking rocks yeah. i don't know what they're fucking talking about but this song is amazing <laughs> but i used to hide that shit under my bed and then like at night i would pull it out and i would like i'd be like but that shit's so crazy to me because like <laughs> all right my version of that shit like my mama wouldn't let me cuss i still don't cuss to her to this day you feel me if i if i'm shitty and i say a cuss <laughs> word i'll say my bad you know I, still, I still apologize to my mom yeah. my mom uh, definitely disappointed that i, I couldn't curse. watch no movies like like Nothing with blood in it. Same. I remember I was watching like Samurai Jack and like something happened and like blood started squirting. She was so shitty. She's like, turn that shit off. Mm -hmm. And then, but like, as far as music went, bro, I could listen, bro. She was, she like all that gangster shit and like just the wildest shit, bro. And she's like probably one of the like safest people in my family yeah, like, yeah. as far as like just being a good person and shit. But like, I could listen to anything I wanted, bro. If I had to hide that shit, I don't know who I would be yeah, right yeah. now. But like, still like, I used to, cause my mom, it like, she was big R&B Motown. So she was listening to like, she was putting me on to like 
old Charlie Wilson, like when he, I forget the original band he was in, but like, yeah, she old, was putting you on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, she, like, all the old Michael Jackson CDs, all the old Charlie Wilson, like, all, like, anything that was on 106.7, like, I used to know The Quiet Storm, 106.7. Like, that shit. Like, and you got a cool voice. Like, that shit, would, <laughs> to me, I would be like, ooh, the music's about to get real fucking good on this ride home, you know? Yeah. So, like, I just knew all those songs when I was young. And also, she had, like, uh, Dangerous Mind soundtrack with like Coolio, you know, all that shit. So like, I was still, I could still get access to it. I just had to like steal my mom's CDs. Yeah. And then, the, but like the NERD album, that was like the first album to where I was like, this thing is mine. I own it. I, it's still somewhere. I still have it. But like, I own it, and like, this thing is like the coolest shit to me, just because it's they, that was that was different. Like, no music that I was listening to at the time, because like I loved like punk rock shit, like. And I'm talking like pop punk, like Green Day, Sum 41, all that shit. And then I liked like Eminem and like shit that was on the radio, you know? Yeah. But like I wasn't really into like hip hop and stuff like that. And then I listened to NERD and I listened to Pharrell. And I was like, from then on, everything Pharrell was the best shit to me. Like I wanted to be like, there's a photo on my Instagram for sure of me wearing like denim shorts, like to my fucking ankles, <laughs> ice cream board flip shoes, yeah. backwards ice cream hat, fucking Iced out watch from the mall in like Lafayette, uh, Lafayette Square Mall. Hell yeah. I used to go up there like, I remember when Kanye wore the LRG hoodie. Yeah. I went to Lafayette Square Mall and got the fake version of that. But I used to copy LRG because of motherfucking, because <laughs> uh, of currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love me some LRG. Hell yeah. LRG hey, was a shit what? back that then. That brand was really fucking nice. And I don't know what happened. I think it was Ahead just of its like, time back I think then. it was just Karma Loop days mm-hmm. falling off and shit like that. But, LRG, man. Karma Loop killed a lot of they Karma Loop killed Tindy. Karma Loop killed like a lot of these brands. Mishka. So they was, yeah, yeah. Mishka for sure. I like, like the I like the people who was running that company too though. They was cool, man. Yeah, when I was young, that's the shit I was on. Like I'm I'm glad we was both on Karma Loop because that shit yeah, was. Yeah, but to Karma me, Loop was where you get the swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how I had like cause kids in the in school started getting like hip to cause like famous stars and straps, you know, yeah. like we were rock- me and my homie were rocking that and like uh crew, like that Terry Kennedy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Me and my homie Zach, uh, we were rocking like all that shit, like when Robin Big were rocking it. Did you used to jerk? Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, for sure. I used to do all that dumb shit. I ain't do all it. All that I, dumb shit. I ain't do it. I, but like them niggas was getting all the hoes uh-huh. and shit. And everybody was jerking. They was cool. Uh-huh. Y'all was some cool motherfuckers. I used to be able to do all that dumb shit. So like <laughs> so like that's just how it was. And like high school, like I was just like a streetwear little fiend. And like, you know, you get on Karma Loop and then I can't I mean it, I don't even remember. I didn't really get into like design because like I couldn't afford that shit. Yeah. I didn't get into the designer until I was like junior, senior in high school and I wasn't buying it. I was just looking at it. That designer shit looked tight on Tumblr though. Hell yeah. Tumblr was the best shit too. <laughs> Tumblr like, was the outlet. You Tumblr just, everything. oh man. I'm still on Tumblr but it's not like it was. I, mean, I ain't like, on it's, Tumblr, man. Tumblr went downhill. I forget what year but I remember Tumblr was the first time when like titties started getting they got rid like, of porn. hella normal, bro. They got rid of porn like, on bro, Tumblr. they changed the they world, up, bro. For sure. Twitter yeah. wasn't even like that. No. And now Twitter's all yeah, yeah, yeah. OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like Tumblr was like the wild, wild west back then. And like you could follow anything for anything you wanted. I remember my my pop-in blog, I had like 4,000 followers, was like women weed and what to wear. Yeah. You know that, that rapper STS? Nope. He, he had this song called women weed and what to wear. And like I just made that my blog. And that was like I didn't smoke weed. I didn't have no bitches. <laughs> And I was still rocking. I was I was I was fresh for like a high school kid, but like that was my Tumblr. Yeah. And so like that was just like my whole thing. It was like I would just reblog weed and girls and like fashion. Yeah. And then that's how I was popping, bro. Then, you know, it's crazy because like 
that era too, like a lot of motherfuckers got famous around that time. Like oh, yeah. Ian mean, Connor and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like a lot of shit. What was that one nigga's name? 40, 40 ounce band. <laughs> 40 ounce band. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, a lot yeah. of motherfuckers capitalized. Oh yeah. Treated crew was then. Like Treated Crew was around there. Yeah. And like I remember Future rocked the Treated Cap. I remember John's I went to a show, John Stamps had the same treated cap that I had on. I was like, Bro, Stamps? Stamps is tapped. He be knowing. And be I was like, I was shit, like, who bro. the fuck is this dude in Indiana that knows yeah. the shit that I know? Because I don't have any friends that He know be that. low key as fuck woke though. Like, don't nobody, he don't be talking about nothing. I like. just talked to him. Like, I, cause like, when I moved to Chicago, I was on some dumb shit. Like, I unfollowed a bunch of Indiana people and he was one of the people I unfollowed for no fucking reason. Just me on some <laughs> like, I'm in Chicago now. I gotta be on Chicago shit, you know? Yeah. So I refollowed him and I was just like, bro, I was a dumbass kid. I unfollowed you. And he was like, I'm not even thinking about it. Don't sweat it, bro. And it's like, we <laughs> talked for a little bit, caught up, but. Bro, I remember I went to a show and I saw him and Grizz and they did uh the song. It was like that uh, Ray Liotta track. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember him wearing the hat and Grizz on stage. And then like a couple years later, I'm fucking DJing with you guys. And like, okay. it was just fun as hell, right? When did you start fucking DJing, bro? So this is in North Carolina at the Bible school. <laughs> I was bored as fuck. There was no parties. You picked up DJ I had a long Bible distance. School. I'm a dumbass who had a long distance girlfriend seven hours away. And yeah. she was, you know, she was in a sorority doing God knows what. And then I was just like, damn, I'm down bad right now. I'm fucking down bad, right? You're at the Bible school, no ho. I know. So man. I remember like, yeah, so I was down bad and I was just like, man, I want to, I want to DJ. I don't even know what. So I went on Best Buy and I found like the cheapest mixer. And it was this, it was actually pretty cool. It was like this. It was called the Stanton. I don't even remember. It was all touch. Mm-hmm. All the shit. And so, like, I had that in Virtual DJ, and I just started mixing everything that I fucking could. Like, I would right. just make mashups. That's how I started. Yeah. And my mashups at first were ass. I didn't understand how to count beat. I knew, because, like, I had played in high school. I was, like, on the drum line uh, for, like, the pet band and shit. And I, I did I did band from, like, fourth grade until What would you play? I was, I was like, uh, percussion. Me too. Timpani, bells, xylophone, all that shit. The like, Timpani was my shit, it. bro. I was the shit on the Timpani. That's what's <laughs> up. Love that. But yeah, like, so I was like, I, I have rhythm and I know how to I know how to count beat, but like I didn't understand it for like the songs. Like I didn't understand pitch and like mm-hmm. key and like all that. So like I was just mashing, you know, and like the song sounded terrible. Then I started like, I got on this website called DJ Tech Tools and they had all these tutorials. And I was like, all right, this is how I do it. This is how I do it. So I started mixing, mixing, mixing. And then we just like started throwing parties in like high school and like freshman year of college. And it was just like, you know, we had like 500 kids at a fucking party in German Park on the South Side. Yeah. You know, uh, just, you know, making a little money, DJing a little bit. I remember I, I fucking rapped back then. That was like. Oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you can't even. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, even yeah, try yeah, to gloss yeah, over yeah, that yeah. shit. <laughs> you got bars, my So, boy? you know, you, you know, Blue raps, right? Yeah. So. I love it. Then shout out Blue, man. So, Blue is like. First of all, reason me and Blue even became homies is because like I was just such a rap nerd. Yeah. And the the LimeWire days, I knew. Are you the same age? Yeah, yeah. Same age, same grade. Like we were from like sixth grade through high school, bro. We're like brothers. We're literally like every single weekend. Like I'd be at, he'd be at my crib, and we'd just be out doing dumb shit. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, yeah. I've known Blue since we were young. We've been playing basketball against each other since like elementary school. But like, soon as we like sixth grade hit, and like we became homies, like. He was like, oh, damn, you know all the Wayne songs. I had, like, the Droughts. I had the Drought 3 CDs. I had the Jeezy CDs, bro. Like, I used to go outside Devereaux's and buy the fucking CDs out the trunk. Like, I was, bro, I was the biggest rap nerd in the fucking world. So, like, and, like, I I used to fucking go to Devereaux's to get clothes because I was just like, like, this is the only place I can get jeans that fit, like, Pharrell's jeans and shit. Like, I can't go to Kohl's and Macy's and do this shit, you know? Uh, But, yeah, like, so he wanted to start rapping, but he was like, I ain't going to rap. 
if like y'all ain't rapping, I'm just gonna be because he was like super timid. Yeah, you know now like he just fucking bar. Like, he's got you know he's just in the fucking bro, studio he, going bro, crazy. He has so bitter, much. Bro. He has so much fucking confidence on the track now. It's crazy because like I go back to then, and he would just be like fuck fuck run that back run that back run that back and like we would just be on Garage Band like fucking recording yeah. and so like me and him recorded like three or four songs together in like high school era. Hell yeah. <laughs> and like I'll, I gotta hear that I'll, shit, man. I ain't I'll, gonna lie. I'll podcast. I'll, I'll let you listen. I got him somewhere. I got him somewhere for sure. Yeah, I need that exclusive. Come on, man. I remember one of one of Blue's lines was like, "Yes, Blue came through with another few, a few more bars. I'm on another planet like Pluto or Mars." Like he was on, like Blue could rap back then, but it was just like on some different shit. You know, it was yeah. on some high school shit. I like. But that I still shit. remember his, his 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 rhymes and shit. But uh, but yeah, like I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so like. When when did you when do you remember how we met? It was trees. Is it trees? Sure. So we were in the Pizza King. I was ah the Pizza yeah, King. Yeah, 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 the fucking Pizza King. Yo, and okay, I think I've talked about Pizza King on here like three times. So everybody listening, Pizza King show. It's a Pizza King. It's a pizza restaurant. It's in uh, Fountain Square or it was. was uh, it's not was, there was. no more. But uh, man, that's one of the one of my legendary introductions. Oh my god. Uh, Bro. That motherfucker was packed. So like, I Oreo hit me up to be the house DJ at the Pizza King. Yeah. I don't even know how he found me, or I, like maybe I hit him up, or like might have been. It might have been, been Chief. Through, it might have been Blue and Chief because yeah. I like Blue and Chief would come rehearse at my house, or we would go to Blue, our Blue's house, Blue's crib, and like you know we would just be like, I'd be like, you gotta rap like you know blah 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 blah. Chief knew, Chief, yeah. Chief knew what's up, but Blue had never performed before, so like we was like, you we gotta rehearse because they never had any chemistry, and so. Chief, they, Chief was put. He's the reason why I ever even came around. Oh yeah, yeah. he Chief. like got me picked up and like fucking. He scooped me up and took me to record a tape with with Sirius, all produced by Raylan. And I didn't know either one of them niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga be knowing, man. He just like, I don't even know why Chief fucked with me at first, but like I remember he would just be like, I'm gonna hit. I think he was he was just like I'm gonna hit Oreo and see if you can you know DJ. Yeah, and so like. I remember I DJed for like Beverly Bounce House that day, but that which is funny as hell because like I remember seeing him in high school yeah. at a Das Racist show, and I'm like, now I'm DJing for this dude, and he's still weird as hell, but <laughs> you know, you know, good for him, you know, yeah, for sure. And then it got to the nighttime, and it was like Blue and Chief, I DJ for them, and then I don't know who was there was like a little gap, and then I went and DJ for uh, Pope at not the Hi Fi, but the place next door. To hi-fi. I don't know what it was called. Um, nah, nah, nah. It was hi-fi. hi-fi that might have been year be two. Different. That might have been year two, though. I like DJ for Pope. Yeah. I yeah. think it was year two. Because the first year, I think I stayed in the pizza, the pizza king the whole time. But anyway. I think I think Poindexter went either before me or after. Before me. you, because yeah. because Poindexter came and y- y'all didn't have DJs. Yeah. So you were like, all right, let's get it. So like I remember I didn't even I was like fucking throwing the track up and down and shit. Like <laughs> y'all energy was just crazy, bro. Yeah. Like Poindexter like had it kind of jumping and then you came in. I say kinda like motherfuckers was going, like the walls were dripping. It was because like it's not a big, it wasn't a big area no, and it no. was filled. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Nobody, it was full of people, bro. People were outside trying to get in. And then Draco came on, bro. And I just remember like the lights was off. Gee, I was just like, who is this motherfucker? People are crowd surfing in a Pizza King. Yeah. Like, motherf- like nonstop. Just people up in the fucking air. You're like pouring Sprite on people. I was like, this <laughs> is the coldest motherfucker I've ever seen. Like, it's a really good day, shit was bro. was so hype. Yeah, that shit was so crazy. And then I was just like, insta like, I fuck with this dude forever. Like, forever. Because then I, like from then, like year two, we did 
I, I DJ Trees again. I did for you, Chief. I did Pope. I did a couple other people. I wasn't house DJing anywhere. Uh, yeah. We did the Hoosier Dome. Hoosier Dome. I mean, you did Hoosier Dome twice. We did with Hoosier Omar. Dome slapped every time. Bro, Omar right? was at the Hoosier Dome. Me and you did Bloomington, yeah. like Omar's first house show or some dumb yeah. shit. Like, that shit was, was that his crazy. First show? That was his first okay, show. Okay, so like. Because I remember, bro, he came up to me and like, I was like, dude, you're a god. And I was like, bowed down to him and shit. And he was like, dude, you're a fucking god. And I was like, no. Yeah, because I remember like I you was realize just, what the fuck y'all are doing. Right I was now? just DJing. I was just like fucking setting the mood. It was like a chill vibe. So I was like playing like Peep and Six Dogs and shit. Like rest in peace, both of those fucking dudes, man. Yeah. Goddamn, bro. That but, Six Dogs shit kind of fucked my yeah, head. Yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely fucked up for like, cause I, I'm just like OG Six Dogs head. Like, yeah, bro. From like, rest in peace. Yeah, for sure. It just fucked me up. But I was just playing that shit, and then like I remember like. A couple of Omar's homies were like, oh, you know Six Dogs, you know P. That's so fucking... Like, because we're in Bloomington, Indiana. Like, yeah. kids are still listening to regular ass shit. So then me and you go. You go crazy. Fucking kids love it. All this shit. And then Omar gets on. And I'm just like, this is the complete opposite vibe. I didn't know who this dude was. Everybody anything. started paying. Bro. Everybody was in a trance, bro. I remember. I don't even know who I was texting. I was like, yo, this kid's fucking performing. These songs. I went on his SoundCloud instantly. And like, my before anything, like I was listening to Drugs. Like, yeah. That song. One or two drugs. Bro, I, bro, I, I was like, that was my fucking I was track, bro. I'd uh, be walking around like mm-hmm. Robin Thicke and shit. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Yes, that was a big Robin Thicke energy for yeah, sure. Bro. So like, I I was just like, damn, bro. We like thinking back on like we was at we were like the openers for his first show. It's crazy. And he had a band there, but like Hoosier Dome, he was just like, here's here's my USB. I yeah. was like, all right, bro. <laughs> and he went off. Bro. Oh yeah, and then like post that, you know, it's over. I mean, shit, bro. You see, he just said uh, five tracks of Pharrell. Come on, bro. I was literally just like, God damn, bro. I literally, I literally like texted my homie. I was like, bro, Omar just is doing five stacks with Pharrell. Like, I'm not even like homie homies with Omar like that. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's not that's not my boy or anything. Like, we're just like if I saw him, the last time I saw him, we said what's up. Yeah. But like, Omar don't follow me on no social media. Ain't no shit like that, you know? Like, but I was just like, damn, that's crazy. But you know, it's dude crazy, from Indiana though. getting it out and him like, and all of his friends is like Probably that's one of the most solid group of people I've oh, ever yeah. met, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, and Omar the realest nigga, bro, because he, like everybody that I met him and see him around in the first place is with him to this damn day. And they all got like same shit group, going bro. On, bro. Exactly. Like I love like I mean my like of those dudes, definitely I'm the closest with Nate. Yeah. Like he's bro, just, I love Nate to death. Nate just has that I need, positive I'm text energy. Him when we leave he just here. has that positive energy, bro. Yeah. And I had a I think he threw that show, that Bloomington. For show. sure. He did. Yeah. He did for sure. It was a hate, hateful, hateful show. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been training in in my hateful merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, and the the Hoosier Dome show was hateful with Omar again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Like, I remember somebody told me like somebody said to me like, Nate is going to be successful not even just because he's a good photographer, but just because he has such a positive outlook. 100%. Like that dude just like. Believes in himself, believes in the people around him. He believes in you. Like, yeah. you come talk to him. He's like, you can do this shit. Yeah. You know, like, and he's so appreciative. And, like, he's just like, I remember he used to thank me for shit. Like, he interned at RCP for a semester. And it was, like, a dead summer at RCP. We weren't doing shit. And I just felt so bad because I'm like, any other semester he would have interned, like, it would have been lit. Like, there was shit popping, the yeah. cool shit happening. But, like, it was just a dead summer. Like, the shit was not. That shit sucks RCB. when you trying to when you trying to show somebody the wave. Yeah, 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 like just before that, you know, like a bunch of shit was popping. But you know, I was just like, man, like I, I we we taught you a little bit, but bro, like you know, you're doing your thing on your own. Like he's doing his yeah, thing. For sure. He's I, gonna be a good dad. Oh, 100%. percent. You know what I mean, he's gonna it's, show his kids Star homies, Wars. Like some all of the this homies, shit. y'all gonna be some good ass dads, man. 
<laughs> all right, yeah, no. all right. So boom. Uh, after all this shit, right? You disappeared out of nowhere, and you. Let me. What time are we on? All right, forty-five minutes. We doing good. We're chilling, bro. We're, We're doing chilling. fucking great We're right now. All right, I'm hydrated. I'm feeling good. Hell yeah, man. All right, so look, you left, and you and you went off to motherfucking Chicago. What was that like? What made you even make that trip in the first place? You know, it's crazy. So my homie Zach Kaufman, he's actually in Indy now. So he was like the art director then. Um, before there was like a lot of structure there, you know, it was yeah. just kind of like, you know, like I said, it was like the kids were running the show. Like mm. it was just a bunch and of this kids is for RSVP. Yeah. It's like 2016. So this has got to be, I am 23 years old. Mm. And like, I'm the oldest, we're the oldest people there. And like, we're doing everything for the design, for the photo, the video, the website, like we were so doing what it was, all. What's the concept like that you were introduced to? Well, like, Zach was there working, right? Mm-hmm. He had dropped out of college in 2011, yeah. first semester, to work at RCP for free. He didn't even, get, like, he was just, like, he recognized, like, how crucial it was to, like, work with Virgil. And, work. and, like, he'll work with big people still. Like, they'll hit him up to do videos or, you know, whatever. Like, he modeled for, like, some fucking magazine with Virgil and Luca and all them dudes a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, but <clears throat> I was like, damn, I want to work at RCP. And I don't really know. I was hella depressed, bro. Like, my senior year of college, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. I think the only thing that would make me happy is, like, working at RCP. I remember, bro, like, my room used to be covered in just, like, clothes. Clean clothes. Like, just laundry. Yeah. Floor. Like, I would just pick up all my fucking clothes off the floor. Because I was just like, I didn't have the energy. And, like, the only thing that was good in my life was running because I could control it. Mm -hmm. But everything else, like, school is shit. I didn't know what I was going to do professionally. And I was just like, I was fucking fighting with my girl at the time. And I was just like, bro, this is terrible. And so I go to Chicago to race a lot. It's called a last chance meet. And it's like your last chance to make it to the national championships. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the day before I'm kicking it with my boy, Zach. And I'm just like, yo, what do you want to do? He's like, we're about to go shoot some baskets. And I'm like, it's a work day. What do you mean? He's like, yeah, we're just about to go shoot. shoot. We're going we're gonna to hoop for a little bit. And I was like, cool. I'll meet you. So I meet him and they're like about to have a meeting. And the boss is like, oh, no, it's cool. It's nothing serious. You don't got to leave. And so the boss goes, first thing comes out of my mouth. So we got to get rid of this kid that's doing the blog. Like, we got to fire him. He's not doing his job. And I was like, what Damn. do you mean? It's not a serious meeting. He's not in the meeting. Thank yeah. God. But she's like, yeah, it was kind of a last chance for him. Like we wanted him to like take ownership of something. He's really not doing it. And I'm like listening, listening, listening. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm a journalism major. I'm a communications major. I have like social media experience. I know how to work a camera, all this shit. And she was like, wow. And then Zach was like, oh, duh. He's like, this is the smartest dude I know. He's like, I used to cheat off this dude in high school, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, like, that was my end. She was like, okay, can you come and do a, a two-week internship? And so I was like, yes, of course. Mm. So I came, just, like, packed my car with as much shit as I could. But I was broke as fuck. Because, like, what I used to do in college was, like, I, I would work hella hard all summer. And I would just work Sundays and Saturdays on the days I could in, in college, you know? Yeah. So I had hella money saved from summer. And, like, by May... And she was gone. My shit is low. Yeah. Like, I had $300 going to Chicago. So I went with 300 bucks, went there, sleeping on some couches, and I passed the internship phase. And she's like, okay, you're hired. And I'm like, okay, I got to find a roommate, a place to live. What she is was, the internship phase? Like, what did you have to do? It was really just work. It was just yeah. free work, bro. It was literally just like, <laughs> work, work for free for two weeks. We're going to see if you fit the team, and then we'll hire you. So I, I, I get hired. And then she was like, I'm actually moving to L.A., with my boyfriend, we have an apartment. If you want to sleep in the downstairs room and then like an air mattress until you find a place. I was like, great. So I'm like sleeping in this 
nice ass apartment, but like on an air mattress and like. I mean, shit. It was just kind of. It was just what it was. It was cool, yeah, but like I just like kind of had free rent for like a month until the end of June, and then the end of June hit, and I'm like, I still no luck. No one needed a roommate. I didn't know anybody, so I started sleeping at Zach's crib. His girlfriend kicked me out because some stupid shit. Like, not even some shit I did. It was just, like, they were kind of arguing, and so I got kicked out. So then I, my homie Will, like, fucking God, like, this is, like, my brother for life, Will Tran. He's <clears throat> he's, a, he's a Vietnamese kid and, like, lived with his mom. And, like, he's, like, in a, you, know, you know, Asian households, like, everybody lives together. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, you can come stay with my mom's crib with me. And I was, like, okay. I go, and it's, like, his uncles, his aunts, his mom. And I'm, like. Oh damn! They're like, in there deep. You just like, man, I don't want to. He let me stay for fucking two weeks. I get on Craigslist, found my roommate. I found a <clears throat> lucky as hell. I found this roommate. Meet him, meet him, <clears throat> one day, and we like the first thing we clicked on. He's got like a little Kendrick record, you know, posted up. I'm like, oh dope. He likes Kendrick. He's like, he's got to be semi normal. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I love Kendrick. And then like, he's like, I play saxophone professionally though. So I, I practice for like three, four hours a day. Is that cool with you? And I'm like, yeah, like, who do you play for? He's like, I played for Saba on some tracks. I did some stuff for No Name. I was like, damn, bro, <laughs> yeah. like, you're looking for a roommate on Craigslist, G? Ew. So like, it was literally just like kismet. Like the universe just came together for me. So like, I meet this dude, he's dope as fuck. Now we're not like homie, homie, but like, it was just a good living situation. Cause like, mm. we had this big apartment that was fucking cheap and shitty, but like, it was big. So like, he had the back half, I had the front half. He used practicing saxophone with the door closed half the time. I'm fucking working all the time, coming home late as hell. Because we used to, like, work till midnight shit. Yeah. Like, every night. And then, like, I had a place to live, and I was good. And then, That's like, perfect, bro. I'm making ten fifty an hour, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, just scraping by. I had, I, my little sister is probably the only reason I got to stay in Chicago, bro. Because she's just so good with her money. She's just, like, super frugal like my dad. Mm. So, like, you know, like, you start working, doing high fashion shit, dumb shit. Like, kids want to eat out all the time, and kids want to, like, buy shit all the time. So, For I'm sure. like, I got to be a part of that. Yeah. So, I just remember, like, without a doubt, once a month, I would just be like, can I borrow $500 until the next paycheck? And she'd be like, why? And I'm like, I need groceries <laughs> and, and rent money. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and yeah. she, she'd just be like, all right, but I, you better fucking pay me back. And, like, next paycheck, like, I pay her back. But she was really, like, the reason I got to stay in Chicago is because, like, it was That's just like fire, it was though. a new lifestyle for me, you know. Like I never lived like that. Like I was an Indiana kid, and like rent here is three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. For a you know. I mean, shit. Depending, you know, what I mean, on what you got going on, but you know, like stories like that is what a lot of people need to hear, bro. Because like, you know, what I mean, everything looked cool when you see the end result of shit. <laughs> everything was looking cool on the gram. I looked lit. I remember I was at Yeezy season four, bro. I paid my ticket to get out there and shit. I'm broke as fuck, and like we're staying at. My homie's friend's crib, they just moved in. My homie, homie uh, Justin Mackey and this dude, Blake, they had just moved into the crib that week. So there's no furniture. There's no shit. We're sleeping on fucking the floor yeah. in Brooklyn. But, like, we had a spot. So we're at Fashion Week. And, like, I remember, like, kids from my high school were like, how the fuck are you front row at the Yeezy Season 4 show? And how are you taking pictures of Kendall Jenner and shit? And I was just like, I was just like, you know, it's cool. It's good. It's my job. But, like, really, I was just like... I'm fucking faking. I'm fucking finessing. I'm fine. Like, I was just like, in my head, I'm just like, I've got no money, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, shit, man. This, this is shit. That's the beauty of it, though, right? Like, you can you can get yourself into some positions without exactly. having a lot of shit, man. You don't have like. It really comes down to just like being open to getting yourself there, right? Like, yeah. if you want to get there, you got to get there, and like. That's one thing about, like, kids, I say, I sound like an old man, but kids these days, like, a lot of kids are like, 
We don't want to do unpaid internships. We don't. And I'm just like, bro, if I didn't do an unpaid internship, I wouldn't know. Like, I wouldn't like some cool shit wouldn't have happened to me. Like, I got to go to Paris. I got to model for Nike. Like, I got to just do cool shit because I just took a leap of faith on myself. Like, I trust myself. That sounds so cool, though. I ain't going to lie. It was fucking fine. So, so what do you do for RSVP? So, like, on a day-to-day basis, like, you know, we got to shoot a bunch of stuff for Instagram. Now, like, these kids that work for me, talented as fuck. Like, better photographers than me, better videographers than me. But, like, it's my job to, like, hire them and find them and, like, direct them, right? So, like, I'll be like, oh, we should do a shoot like this and it should look like this. Like, we're about to do a... This is going to come out probably before this, after this podcast. But, like, Psych Worlds and Beats just did a collaboration, right? Mm. So, we're going to shoot a campaign for that. And it's going to be like some like early 2000s paparazzi shit. And I was like, this is how we should shoot it. And we're going to shoot Nice One Nate, you know, like the big homie. So, so like we're going to shoot like some like scummy 2000s paparazzi, like Y2K shit for this brand. Because it's it's just like, it's a hoodie, a hat and a t-shirt and some headphones. It's kind of boring, you know, but like you just got to find ways to make shit cool. You you can make that shit nice. Exactly. And so that's like your main role. It's like the storytelling of the brand and like how we present products to people so when uh when y'all did the rsvp well of course it is but when you had that basketball uh uh hoodie remember remember when you did that uh promo on the court and you had my song over it oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was literally bro so like we had these hoodies and we needed to do something for it and so jake osmond was in town he's like an og rsvp kid from like 2014 15 i fuck with him oh bro he's like he's been like super on that if we're talking about the right person, he's doing that, crypt, that crypto oh, yeah. shit heavy. He gets that shit, one, two, he's like the, a super talented artist. He can like paint digitally and shit. Yeah. Like he's making original paintings for it. He's hard. But also like dude's taking legendary ass photos. I want to work with him. For sure. Like he's, I mean, he's like living in Denver. Like we'll play Call of Duty and shit. And like, yeah. you know, like he's just like a dude who just has talent. And he's one of those dudes who just like realizes like you put the work in, you be in the right place, like, you're going to be successful. And, like, that dude's going to be successful just because, like, he's a grinder. He's a yeah, never-stop guy. This so, is tough. But, yeah, that, like... That video was hard to judge. He was in town, and he was just like, oh, let's shoot this shit. And so, like, my my homie Sarah was in town. I'm like, Sarah... She's cool, too. I was like, you trying to model this with me? And she was like, sure, fuck it. Like, she's like... <clears throat> she Her, like, main grind is, like, like humanitarian work in, like, the Middle East. <laughs> like, bro, She's all, a, all that shit that she be doing yeah, is yeah. so hard, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. They had that mural of her on the yeah, side yeah, of that yeah. building, And, like, I, like, Jordan. Yeah, she, like, in another country, there's a mural of her because, like, people fuck with her. Like, the work she does for women and stuff in other countries. But, like, she's a girl who's, like, 5'10 and, like, looks like she models and shit. So I was like, you know, come fucking model this thing with me. I'm like, I'm like it's just some low-key shit on a basketball court. And then if it's not Jake shooting it, it's whack, right? It's just some yeah. like whatever shit, but yeah. you know, he chops it up crazy. <laughs> the energy of the track, you know, we get on hype beasts and shit with it and yeah. I was just like, it's every just tough, every bro. time I was like, I was like, I need a beamer. Yeah. I was just like, every <laughs> fucking time. I heard that song so That's many times. That's my shit, man. Yeah, man. Hey, you know what? Uh, I seen you on that hype beast shit during the quarantine too. Uh, where they had you uh, talking about you know, oh, working yeah. from home and shit like yeah. that. But shit like that is so cool to see. That you know what I mean? to me is super cool too, just because like man, I used to be young on Hype Beast when like Hype Beast was like the only place to get that info, you yeah. know? So like they're emailing RSVP and saying, We want to see how you guys are doing work from home. Or like for the Nike campaign that I modeled in, like seeing that campaign on Hype Beast, I was like, fuck, bro, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, it was, I don't you, know. You a just, supermodel on nah, the low. Nah, nah, nah. What's all right, all right. So what is like uh, your your favorite things that you've been able to work on? I, I want like a top like a top three like favorite 
Mm. Do I want to say worked on or just like like shit that you just ended up just being a part of? All right, here's a secret thing that is like I can never put on because it's just a text. But like Lil Uzi Vert, Love Is Rage too, like the Off White album cover. Yeah. Like we was on a we me Zach and Sala, my girlfriend and Will were on a text like sending Virgil references. He was like. He was tapping into the youth. He's like, what do we do for this album? And we're like sending shit. And he's like, thanks, bye. <laughs> and he probably sent that group chat with like 10 other kids, right? And yeah. he was just like, what the fuck are we doing, kids? Yeah. And so like that was pretty raw because I was tell, that tell was the me. first moment where I was like, damn, this is this is like a this job is like something different than any other job that I can get. What's Virgil's uh involvement in RSVP? I don't know anything about yeah, yeah. this. So stuff. he's a he's a co-owner. Um, but now he's like a silent partner. He's like He's doing way too much shit to be worried he about RCP, right? So, like, now it's more like Don C's running the ship. Mm-hmm. And then he's hopefully soon Cam C will be running the ship, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's the hope. But, yeah, like, him and Don C started it together in the beginning. And then they grew their own brands. And obviously Virgil, like, is growing big. Huge. And, like, Don's big, too. Like, Don's got Jordan shoes, Nike shoes, his own brand, like, bunch of deals. Like, but, like, Virgil's. Took it to another level. I mean, yeah. that's what it was. You know? I, you know what? I could see you like doing some real cool ass shit like that too. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I want to do more shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like quarantine has kind of made me realize. Like, one, I'm very appreciative to have a job, and I love RCP for every opportunity ever. And like, I'm gonna be here for a little bit longer at least, just to like make sure this ship is going the right way. But also, like, I kind of want to do my own projects and shit too. Which is like, streaming was one of the things. Like, I love gaming. I love the idea of just, like, talking to people and, like, so, like, that's how I got into streaming, you know? Like, I was just, like, this is a cool thing that I want to do. So, like... Streaming is... is All right, so, like, I found out about it kind of randomly because motherfuckers been doing Twitch streaming for a while, you oh, yeah. know? I streamed... My first Twitch stream was, like, 2015. Yeah. I streamed from my PS4. I didn't oh, know what the fuck up. I was doing. I didn't even know what I was doing, bro. I, I streamed, like, a couple times. I was, like... I remember I posted on, like, Facebook, Twitter and shit, like, come watch us, me and the homies talk shit like <laughs> on stream and like then I never saw I never touched it again and then this year I go back and I'm like last streamed five years ago I'm like when the fuck did I stream I'm like I don't even remember streaming bro and now I'm like if I would have streamed from back then because like bro, when I was you, young you'd be up right now I was a dog back then at video games bro what I was, was a, you playing I was like every Call of Duty I was playing Borderlands um, bro I'm so bad at Call of Duty Call of Duty's a hard game. You gotta play more chill games. Like, you like, I don't know, you like play, like, the Switch. Like, Breath of the Wild is crazy. Bro, um, chill, bro. I don't got no Switch, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> nah, I'm just nah, saying, I'm just saying, like, it's like certain <laughs> games. Like, I'm a gaming nerd. So, like, like as soon as I got the Switch, I was, like, glued to that shit I playing do wanna Zelda play that. I do want to play that Zelda game, I'm not gonna lie. And I miss playing uh, the Super Mario shits, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's lie. new Mario games, too, I'm about to play. Like, yeah. my homegirl who has a Switch, she was just like, there's this new multiplayer Mario game. Come, like, play this shit with me. I was like, all right, bet. I ain't played Smash Bros. in the crib. Last time I played Smash 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 Bros. Bros was at Omar's crib. That shit's so frustrating. (laughs) Because people be good and they just work you, bro. If you're not, if you play against motherfuckers who are like really nice at it, it's just. Oh, yeah, you're gonna get slapped around like a bitch. I like playing with people who don't know how to play because I'm just like sitting there mashing buttons. I play UFC 4. UFC is like, I'm really good at this shit. I be playing on legendary mode. I I, I be flinching. I do all the right shit. I can't you know play I mean? fighting games. I'm bro, at them, I love bro. fighting I'm games. I'm so bad bro. at them. See, that's my shit, bro. I can't do all that. All right, so like, I bought Call of Duty, Black. What's the the Cold, Cold War? War? Yeah, yeah. And then like just sneaking around in games pissed me off, bro. Because oh, I low key just be hella anxious, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's like that mission. 
I don't know if you played it, but there's a mission where like you gotta go through this apartment and you gotta tranquilize this nigga wife and then hide her. <laughs> and then you gotta go look for documents and like everyone's home out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like kids and shit. <laughs> and you trying not to get caught. And I'm like, bro, why am I playing this game, bro? It's raining, it's dark. See, I like the competitive. I don't play the campaigns as much anymore. I like the competitive. I'd like, I'm still a competitive dude, which is why like I wanna run the marathon and races and shit. But like video games, like feed that. Yeah, and if you watch, like if you see me stream, like I get salty at games, and it's not it's not that deep. It's a fucking video game, bro. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm like, damn, bro, why didn't you fucking help? Like, I'll be like pissed I off. I mean, at my, my, homies for my a brother's minute. a real big gamer, yeah. so I mean, but like with the Twitch strip, like uh, the Twitch streaming, like uh, what kind of like did it take you a whole lot to put it all together? You got like a crazy PC setup and shit like that. So or? my homie, I work with Mel. Um, he's built PCs and stuff and he also knew how to stream and set up streams. So I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, man, help me out. I want to stream and I don't want to buy a next gen gaming system because them shits are $600 anyway. I'd rather just buy a PC. Yeah. Because we're working from home. I was like, my laptop is shit. I want a workstation, stream station, game station all in one. So he helped me build, he helped me buy all the parts and then I built the PC and uh, like I just watched the YouTube video. It took me like four fucking hours, but like I built it and then, like, he helped me set up all the streaming stuff. So, like, getting the camera, getting the little alerts when you get a follower, a subscriber, all that shit. Oh, uh, like, yeah. You you up. But now, like, now I know how to do it all flawlessly. Like, I can change my shit. I can add shit to my stream. Like, I'm I'm up on it. Like, That's I'm good. That's what I want to do, bro. I can't so. wait. I've been watching. All right, I end up in this really weird part of YouTube where I fucking uh, started watching T Grizzly play in Grand Theft Auto yeah, 5. Yeah. Uh, the role-playing role on Grand Theft Auto is hard. Like, if I had homies to play with, I would play it, but I just don't got anybody to play with. Bro, that shit's fucking fried, bro. He'd oh, yeah. be like, they'd be gang-banging and like smoking weed, stealing each other's chains so- and Soldier Boy be in the studio. In the game. <laughs> yeah. Soldier nah. Boy will be rapping bro, in the game, bro. these niggas be in the studio like laying down tracks uh-huh. in the fucking video game, bro. It's the weirdest shit I ever seen, bro. It's fire. I, I love it. Like, like, why not, bro? I want to do it. I'm going to start streaming. I don't know when. Do that shit. I'll help you, know, you out. I don't do shit to like engage with my fan base. I, yeah, don't, yeah. Take, I don't be on Instagram live. I don't take pictures. I don't do shit. Bro. I hate Instagram live. I hate getting that notification, bro. I'm like, take it to Twitch, bro. Take it somewhere else. Yeah. Like, get, Keep it off the fucking Instagram. But... You be on Twitter a lot. I mean, you, you're on Twitter. On Twitter. I like I like Twitter. Yeah, you know Twitter's I mean? great. Twitter's, Twitter's always been my outlet. <laughs> yeah, 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 since back in the day, shit, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro. Uh, what's the type of shit that you play now? I've been playing like Call of Duty and Fortnite heavy, just because like those are the games that like people watch. But I'm trying to play. So like my favorite game ever is Borderlands. It's just like an RPG. Like I like Borderlands. Like. If you're trying to play a game, that's a game to play because it's a little less pay. Like, it's you're not playing against a bunch of sweaty little kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you can play with four homies. So, like, I'm about to get my home. My homie uh, Sam is about to build a PC. We're going to stream the build. Uh, and then we're just going to play the game because we, like, when we were kids, we played it together. And we're about to just play that shit all the way through. Fuck yeah. So. I saw it too. You had uh, you and your shorty was was cooking on stream. Yes, the cooking that stream was is tight. the best stream for me by far. I saw. I, I went back and watched one of them today, man. Which I made look delicious. I ain't gonna lie. It was like rice and and potatoes, some other shit, but it looked really good. Yeah, yeah. So like, Sala loves cooking. I love cooking as well. But like, she's like, she she's Japanese. She was born in Japan. So like. Mm. She, like, loves cooking Japanese food. She loves learning how to make Korean food. So, like, with her, I've learned how to cook so much more. And, like, together we've learned to cook. Mm-hmm. So then when I started streaming, I was like, would you want to do a cooking stream with me? And she was like, I don't know. And, like, we're still figuring it out. Like, 
a lot of it is us just cooking and talking to people. But like, we're like, we need to talk about some shit. Not like a podcast, like that strict, but like, we need to just talk about more. So we're still figuring it out more. And like, I definitely just like want to want to do that more because it's like more fun for people to watch than like another video game player. Like, yeah, yeah. you can only watch well, so much fucking know. shooting, bro. I love to watch that shit. I ain't gonna yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's like it's just different. Like the cooking thing is different. And like. I mastered the setup. Like we got a nice ass like like camera set up for it. And bro, y'all need to yeah. keep it, uh, man. Man, run up the YouTube channel. I have one YouTube video. It's a Warzone video, but bro. I need to like I need to make videos. I told her y'all that. y'all are pretty couple, bro. Y'all y'all can slap the YouTube. I told her YouTube. that. That's what I said. I said we need to do. I was like I was like, bro. The reason we get so many views on the cooking show is because you're on it. And people like you're pretty, and she was like, "No, shut the fuck up." And I was like, "It's true." <laughs> I was like, "It's true, bro." Hey, but shit, man, you mean facts is facts, you know? I'm trying to get her to make like videos, like cooking, like let's let's make a meal, and make a ten minute YouTube video out of it. So you're back. You're not in Chicago no more. I'm here for now. Yeah, yeah. Until we like get COVID figured out and no more work from home, I'm here. Like. I'm not trying to sign a lease up there and like do all this shit and then like be stuck in my crib there. Yeah, it's yeah, just a I, lot of money. I, I ain't even gonna lie, you you made the right move for, for now, sure, you know bro. I mean? Like it's just been very chill. It's been nice to like run. I found a, a private gym mm-hmm. that I can go work out at. Like play games, chill with my girl. We're about to do. A, we're about to fucking plant a garden with like all these vegetables for cooking. Yeah, I'm about to do a gardening stream, bro. Like <laughs> like no joke, like. We're like we're just like trying to live our best life here. Like you know, I'm like she doesn't want to live here forever. I don't want to live here forever. It's like I think there's more places to see. I don't talk any shit on anybody that lives in Indiana because it's fucking great here. You know, niggas niggas be on my top for for never like getting the fuck out of here. Just you know, in pursuit of my dreams and shit like that. You feel me? But I do like it here for. Uh, you know, I, you know, I got shit to handle in this motherfucker for sure. too. And but for it's sure. like while I'm handling my shit. I do think like I'd want to raise my kids here. You know what I mean? Like it's a very easy city to be in. Mm-hmm. Lots of good food. Yeah. Now more, like way more coffee shops and shit. I'm a big coffee head, so like I like came <laughs> back and I was drinker? like, I'm like, there's way more coffee shops. Parks are getting nicer. Like it's just easier to here. It's just easier to live around here. It's easier to maneuver than like. Cause I think about like. I would be a fundamentally different person if I grew up in like Chicago or New York or something. Like I'm, sure. I'm the way I am, and I think that like. I get along with people so well because I was born here. Like, Bro, you know, and I spent here, so much time you, here. You know, some of my favorite people is just motherfuckers from here that's, that's blowing up. You know what I mean? 100%. You know, and I love to see, like, everybody being able to uh, reach their dreams and shit like that and, and more to... More than nap in the Indiana homies just getting up you there. You can do it from anywhere, bro. Yeah. The internet yeah. is here. Like, the, like, we all live in the internet. That's where we live. That's our geolocation. You just happen to be physically in Indiana, yeah. you know. Like, but if you're really, if you're really nice and cold, like you're gonna get found. It's true. Like, it's shit. I, it's inevitable. So many people that heard about me, it still freaks me out because like motherfuckers, uh, man, like still DMing me and shit like that. Like, yo, man, fucking with your shit for the longest. I'm like, damn, nigga, why didn't you tell me? I remember me? when I was in <laughs> Chicago and then I saw your name on the fucking uh, Fake Shore Drive show. Yeah, like. Shout out. That uh, shit blew my Yeah, my, like man, shout Andrew, out Barber from, for sure, bro. Love you, man. I need to get him on this motherfucker. He would be a legendary guest. Yes. He, I don't know him like on a personal level, but just like I follow him on Twitter and know that like he's an OG. Bro, he been running it up on his Twitter oh. with the uh with the fun facts and all oh, this yeah, yeah, with yeah. the history. He he clearly is like tapped. Yeah. He knows what the fuck is good. He knows and, like what's going I just on. respect that dude just from like outsider perspective. 
You know, mm-hmm. like we like we had like some RCP shit. We invited him to, and he just like came through, kicked it. Well, and it was just like cool to see a dude that like I'm like, bro, I followed you from like a youth. Like I fake short drive is where I used to get music, like the blog, bro. Yeah, man. So like, I just fuck with people like that. Like it was just cool to see like those worlds colliding because when I was in like eighth grade and when I was on Two Dope Boys and Fake Short Drive and all that shit, man. and then I see Draco <laughs> on the fucking show, I'm like, damn, bro. That shit like, was hard, bro. Yeah, it was it was incredible. Uh, I do. Uh, I don't really have no more questions, but I do want to know what's next for you in the future. Like, which what type of um, you feel me hopes and dreams? You feel hopes me? Hopes and dreams. Which, uh, what's the future? Um, in your brain, like an ideal future. In my brain. All right. So, in my brain, ideal future. So we're working on like rebranding RSVP mm-hmm. to like, cause you know, like we only we really only do logo shit, you know? Yeah. Which is pretty like basics. It's like the gap, mm-hmm. you know. So we're trying to work on like inline like design capsule collections. Um, more money in that one, bigger margins for the company. So like business wise, it makes sense, but also like as a brand identity, like it just builds the brand more. You know, makes people more interested in also just shopping with you. So like we just want to do that shit because like that's where our interest lies. And so like I want to do this for a bit, like kind of set RSP on the right course um, for however long that takes. Mm-hmm. And then like dream world, like. I th- I thought I wanted to like work for a company like a Twitch or Nike or like a big company that does shit that I'm interested in, but I don't know anymore, bro. Like I'd rather like I don't know. I I think I want to work with these people, find a way, and I I gotta figure out the way. But like I gotta figure out a way to work with these people and like not for them. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what that is. I'm still trying to figure it out. But like I want to work with like streaming companies and gaming organizations and. uh running organizations. I want to find a way to like mesh these worlds. Cause like, I love fashion. I love sport. I love gaming. I love the internet. I love music. Like I love all these things and I'm just going to find a way to like make it work. And maybe I got my hands in a bunch of shit, but like, I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't nah, know what bro, it is yet. We, but, like, we, we're the same type of motherfuckers. Yeah, bro, I know you because know, you're doing a podcast right now. I got right the now. podcast. Oh, bro, I got I the rap shit. You feel me? I, I I I like to make beats whenever I get a chance. My art shit is really making me happy. I tell people that all the time. I'll be like, you know, like people, my homies know you as a rapper. But yeah. I'm like, bro, I just be impressed by Draco because like if he wants to do some shit, he's just the kind of dude who does it. Like he just wanted to start a podcast, figured that shit out. Wanted to learn Blender, yeah. bro, figuring I'm it still, out. Bro, that's the reason why I want to build a PC because yeah, yeah. my laptop couldn't handle Blender, but I'm yeah, going to yeah. get back into it. Yeah, if you need I'm help building a PC, I got you. Every fucking thing that I feel like doing. And you know, my whole thing is I don't like waiting, bro, because motherfuckers... Uh, aren't very, um, you know, ain't nobody looking to help me do anything. Exactly, yeah. At all. They're just not, like, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of motherfuckers, like, they got, like, big friend groups and shit like that, or they can get, like, a lot of shit done because everybody around them is just, like, there and they're all mm-hmm, willing to help. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really don't got no motherfucking body. So I just be like, you know what? Instead of getting rejected all day, I'm going to just start just fucking doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Like, that's the only way you can do it. Like, that's that's how I started any shit. Like, and then I started, the way that I approached RCP is, like, kind of when I, like, took over the whole creative thing. Like, I was like, I want to build the people around me that are going to help me. Yeah. So, like, everybody that works doing creative at RCP is, like, people that interned under me that I'm like, I like this kid. I like this kid. We're going to keep these people around. That's fire, though, isn't so, it? Because that's, like, even with my my... With the shit I do, like, musically, you know? It's like, or even this podcast. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, boom. If I just start figuring out how I'm going to do this, because, you know, I, I record myself and mm-hmm. I mix all my shit. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, 
if motherfuckers like don't get it yet, or like if if I'm just shitty, that motherfuckers like ain't ready to help out, or motherfuckers need me to prove myself first, I'm gonna make sure I got like the best like proof of concept. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And then like the, the motherfuckers it, that first attached, like Raylan, like a uh, black youth, I, and Matthias, bro, I've been working with them this entire time. I don't yeah, plan yeah. on never not working with them. You feel For me? Sure. And it's fire, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. That's, that's when you start making like like a family and this shit. That's what like that's what it's about. Like I mean. My dad doesn't have a lot of family because he came from Korea and like, all his other families in Korea. I've mm-hmm. never met him, never been to Korea. So like my whole life, my fa- his family has always just been his best friends. Like mm-hmm. those are all my uncles, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm just like, yo, that's my uncle. That's my uncle. And it's like a Greek dude, a Korean dude, a white dude. Like <laughs> it's just all these dudes like who are my uncles. And I'm just like, that's the kind of like life I want to live. I, like I want my friends to be my family. Yeah. Like my extended family. I want my family to be bigger because like my Christmases were eight, nine, ten people, you know, at most. Like, I know people who have, like, 20, 25 people in their crib, and I'm like, how? I don't got no family in this motherfucker, man. Exactly. It's just me me and my peoples and my niggas. So it's like, I'm I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to build the family around me, and then, like, whether that's through work or through different projects, and then, like, when I want to do some stuff, then I have people who I can be like, like, you have Matthias, and you have Black Youth, and you just know, like, or uh, Raylan, you know, like, if you need to do a project, they got you. Yeah. And so, like, I'm trying to get those people around me, too. And, like, I I think I have those people for you sure. You do. You do. But, yeah, like, that's just the way to do it. Like, you, th- that's what Omar did. Yeah. Like, his whole team is there. Now, and, and the expands, cool part you know, is, it gets too, bigger. like, you know what I mean? Like, me and you, you it's, it feels great that, like, we've been cool for this long. Yeah, yeah. And, like, we ain't hanging out all the time and yeah, shit like yeah. that. You feel me? Or like, even like me and Raylan, we won't hang out for a year at a time. But they is, he out there motherfucking uh, LA. Yeah, yeah. He making it happen. You feel me? And that, that's, you know, another thing about like, you know, meeting good people and really be on the build connections with them like that. Where y'all could just do y'all own shit, come back together, fucking Nate. You feel me? Every time yeah, I see yeah. him, then that's brother. You know what I mean? And, that's I don't family. Know. That's why I like doing what I'm doing, bro, because I wouldn't have felt nothing like this working for somebody else at some punk ass little restaurant job. You feel exactly. me? Exactly. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, bro, and I watched this Vince Stables clip where he was like, it was on Twitter like a week ago. He was just like, nothing matters, right? Like, none of this shit matters. And, yeah. You have to apply meaning to life. So, like, why apply meaning to a fucking office job or a restaurant job? Like, why not go find the shit that makes you happy and do it? Yeah, bro. Like the office job, the restaurant job. Like, if you fall flat on your face, you know you can go work at a restaurant, bro. Yeah. Until you get back up. And shit, somebody got to do it. You know, and it might be me. (laughs) It still might be me at some point in my life. And I'm not. I don't got. I don't have so much pride to where I can't be in a fucking restaurant working. Like my family is a restaurant family, bro. And apply Amazon right now. Come on. If there's a way for me to get money, I'm gonna get it, bro. Like the fuck you gotta do? Because shit, I've had 17 jobs. That's a lot of fucking jobs. I got fired from most of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It's just one of them things where it's like, fuck it, bro. Like, I had to get money. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I haven't had a job in about three years. Shit, I'm getting some money. You yeah, know, yeah, A little yeah. bit. But it's like, I'm waiting till, till shit, man. Like, everybody involved in my life don't got to work. And then I'm going to be so fucking That's happy. the fucking plan, man. Because, like, I just want to open up my world and, like, my friend's world to, like, opportunities that, like, take us... Like, we could be living in Chicago, Indiana, wherever you want to live, but, like, we get to go be wherever we want to be, Tokyo, you know, mm-hmm. Paris, all this shit. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to travel. I want to see shit. I want to meet people. I want to meet 
people that aren't from where I'm from, like that's just the life I want to live. Like I want to, I want to get homies in Japan, you know, like I, I want to And I want to like be a part of some situations, bro. Like, yeah. Motherfucking, nigga, I want, I'm trying to hit the, uh, what's that shit where they be dressing up, the Matt Gala and shit oh, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to be like, I want to see like this, some highlights and some shit and be like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was yeah. right there. Look, look, look right there behind, exactly, bro, behind Lady like, Gaga, nigga, that's me, nigga. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> bro, when I got, when I went to Fashion Week, I felt like so, it felt so good to just like wear a fit to a fashion show. I was just like, damn, little me would be so fucking hype. Yeah. That knowing that big me did this shit. And at the time I was working, so I was just like tired as fuck working, doing all this shit, yada yada. Like it was like a long, stressful fucking week, you know? But then I got home and I was like, damn, I really I got to do that. And I was did so appreciative. Shit, like man. I just fucking went out and did it. But like Well, you know I'm proud of you, my boy. And I'm I can't fuck. wait to see what's next for us. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. We got this uh, shit. Uh Shout out to everybody listening to us, man. Rant and oh, yeah, act crazy sure. in this motherfucker. <laughs> man, can you can you tell these people all your socials so they can find out where to find you? All right. Um, Cam Casey on Instagram, K-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y. Cam Casey underscore on Twitter because I can't get my, like, there's a spam account with my at. So it's just K-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y underscore. It's Cam Casey on Twitch. And then I don't even know where I'm at. I'll be on Shit, TikTok man, eventually. Fuck it. Like, that's where I'm at, though. Bro, you need to be on TikTok. I don't know what's up with you. Yeah, come on, I bro. said this shit, like, a month, two months ago, I bought, like, a ring light, and I didn't even do that shit. I got to get on it. I got to get on that I shit. I don't know if I got to get on it, but... I got to get on Fit Talk, I be, bro. I be watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm going to do. We, we both need to be on that motherfucking flexion, for real. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, I'm about but to yeah. go ahead and hit the gym right now. Let's get it. I got to uh, get some dinner. Man, everybody, yeah. tap in with my boy. Thank you for uh for, for coming here. We need to yeah. Audible, Thanks for having uh, me, bro. Audible handshake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, man, you know I'm bad at closing these motherfuckers out. Uh, 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 man, man, bye.